Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Sound and Worship Podcast. Let's see if you can hear a little Kaylee breathing. You can, there you go. So, it's me and her again. Glad she joined us. Um, today I want to talk about careless lyrics, careless words, and the song It Might Get Loud. And also a couple of other surprises at the end. Maybe not so much pleasant surprises, but... Nonetheless, surprises. I want to start off this episode uh, and just talk about this passage of Scripture that really, for one, it it convicted me. Um, I think it would convict anybody that reads it. Of course, it's Scripture, right? But um, it it convicted me about my words, and, and I just thought about how that relates to worship music lyrics. And, and some of the things that take place in a lot of popular worship music uh, settings of today. So let's get into it. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man brings out of his good treasure what is good, and the evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment." For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Matthew twelve thirty three through 37. And that is the Lord Jesus' words there. And yeah, I just want to start off, you know, just thinking about, especially verse 36 there where it says, uh, But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment. And it really convicted me to really think about, you know, what I'm talking about, even just in everyday life. And, uh, you know, I think we all make comments that we, we look back on and think, wow, why did I say that? You know, it may have been something silly, uh, which is ironic. We'll get into the word silly <laughs> at, at the end of this episode. But it might be something silly that you said uh, could have come across a certain way or could have been literally something careless that you said that you shouldn't have said uh, something rude uh, that you know something that was unnecessarily offensive um, sometimes it's good to offend right uh, the gospel is offensive it's what our, our pastor was preaching on today uh, you know sharing the gospel and the gospel naturally is offensive uh, and that's, it's a, offensive in the most amazing way, as it's the the best message in all of in all of existence. But sometimes we are offensive uh, just because we're being a jerk. Uh, you know that can happen. So it convicted me in that regard to really think about what I'm saying, um, just in everyday life, how I talk to people, how you talk to family. I know a lot of times we get really comfortable around family and. Um, you know, it just made me think about that. So it's definitely convicting. Um, I also want to talk about careless lyrics. And we're going to 
get into a song just a little bit that I think has some possibly some careless lyrics in it. Um, if they're not careless, then there's uh, there are definitely other issues there. But the thing about careless lyrics is, you know, you think of a songwriter writing a song and they're just writing what would rhyme, you know, doesn't necessarily have to make sense or maybe they're forcing some kind of popular thing in, you know, like the last episode, like Breaking Chains. The concept of Breaking Chains, you can use that in several different ways. And I think sometimes it's used well, but sometimes it's just kind of plugged in. You know, it rhymes with pain and, <laughs> you know, other ain sounding words. So, you know, you can be careless about it and just kind of, uh, you know, especially today in an anti-discernment uh, kind of culture, I guess, that we're in. You can definitely get away with. Oh, I know it is very sad. Yes. You can definitely get away with you know, writing lyrics that don't necessarily make sense or that you're not really thinking very deeply about. You just know how good it's going to sound when it comes out of your mouth. Um, you can get away with that today because people don't want to discern. Um, I've been that person before, you know, back in the day, listening to Hillsong, Bethel, and not even thinking about it. Um, so, I, you know, it. people can change. We'll just put it that way. That's one thing that's interesting. We'll, we'll talk about this concept naturally as we go through the song we're going through. But looking back at verse 37, where Jesus says, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. I mean, that, if that doesn't tell you that words matter, uh, I don't know what does. But what you say matters. It really does. It reveals you know, what comes from your heart, like in verse 34, it says, for, Jesus said, the, for the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. So it's just a reflection of, of who you are. Uh, the interesting thing about writing lyrics is you have all the time in the world <laughs> to write a song. Um, you, don't, you don't have to rush. You don't have to be careless about it. Um, you, you can meticulously uh, almost be harshly critical of your own lyrics when you're writing them and, and make sure that what you're saying is, for one, not vague, and two, accurate, so that when someone hears a song, they know exactly what you're talking about. You're singing about the sovereignty of God or, or uh, other attributes of God. Uh, you know, when someone reads the lyrics, they should know what they're singing because they're worshiping God. Um, God doesn't call us to lose control of ourselves. Uh, you know, He's given us self-control, uh, right? So we're going to get into some stuff later that reveals a lot of uh, lack of self-control and pushing people to be people who don't have self-control. So really, really interesting. And that's coming from worship music too, quote unquote. Um, another thing that, you know, I thought about this in relation to to song lyrics, and of course you've got a whole book of psalms, 150 psalms, right? And not a single one of them contains one careless word. It's it's inspired by the Holy Spirit, and there's that's that should show you right there. Not that we're writing music that is divinely inspired in that sense, but um, there's you 150 psalms where 
there's not a, one single careless word in them. I just thought that was interesting. And you know, you'll have people say, don't be so critical of the lyrics. Like you're, you're overthinking it. And, and you know, I think that's possible. You could overthink lyrics, but really when you're singing and worship to God, you should know exactly what you're singing. It shouldn't be, uh, you know, a mystery. You know, now if someone uses a big word that you don't know of, you might have to go look it up after the service or, or wherever you're listening to the song. Um, but all in all, you should know what the song is singing. So can't be careless about it. Uh, you know, singing songs that are not true, that's careless words coming out of your mouth. So we talk about, uh, you know, using the quote-unquote good songs or whatever from Bethel and Hillsong and you know, I think we've talked about how there's there's not a lot of, of those that have really, really good lyrics either. Even though people like to use that argument, it's just not true. But when you have careless words coming out of your mouth, even if you're at a worship service and you're just standing there singing something that you know isn't true, uh, you know, like God's love being reckless or something like that, that's just careless words flowing out of your mouth. That That doesn't... You know, that's you're not caring about what you're singing. You're just going to go ahead and sing it anyways. And guess who? I've been that person. I've been that person before and had to turn from that. That's the thing, too, uh, to remember is that anybody can turn. Uh, you know, the Holy Spirit can convict us to turn from sin and from being careless about God and, and not caring about uh, pursuing sound doctrine and really the truth that Scripture teaches us. He can convict you and convict me, obviously, and, and, and turn people around. And he should be glorified for that. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing grace, you know, no pun intended. Songwriters writing songs filled with vague statements is another thing that I, I thought about, um, you know, and that leads me into this next little review. So as part of the podcast title says, the song Might Get Loud by Elevation Worship. I just want to go verse by verse like we're expositing this thing and and uh, and really get to the root of what this song is saying or really talk about how it's really hard to know what it's saying. All right, and I'm not going to play this song. Uh, I, you know, I don't think that would be something that would be necessary. But just looking at the lyrics of this song, Might Get Loud. Uh, a lot of things could probably come to your mind when you hear that title. Um, and then you hear that it's from Elevation, and it's like, oh, goodness, what is this going to be about? So, might get loud. Verse 1, and I got this directly from ElevationWorship.com, so there's no question that these are the lyrics of the song. Starts off, <laughs> it's almost unbelievable. It, it, the first line, excuse me for a minute but I have got a song to sing. It might not be on key, but it's from my heart. Right from the start, I mean, I, I, just, I just can't believe someone would start a worship song with excuse me, let alone excuse me for a minute, but I've got a song to sing. We know right from the start who this song is about. It's about me. Excuse me for a minute, but I've got a song to sing. So immediately, think about me. And the crazy thing is, is this is being sung in congregations across the country and probably across the world, around the world. 
I've seen people testify that their church, uh, they weren't happy about this, but their church was singing this song uh, as a congregation and for worship. They they used it for their worship, so worship music session, that is. And that's just, it's wild. Uh, you know, leading every person in the congregation to say, excuse me for a minute, but I have got a song to sing. Might not be on key, but it's from my heart. I mean, yeah, it may not be on key, but I mean, what in the world does that have to do with anything? Uh, it's from my heart. You know, it's it's really just preparing you to really get get ready for what what I've got to sing. Um, really interesting. You know, I I just don't I don't see for one I I don't think those are very good lyrics. Um, not at all. And I really, really, really don't think a congregation like that makes any sense for a congregation to sing. Anyways, second verse says. No one else can tell it what the Lord has done for me. This might take all day, so I better start right now. Again, at least it said what the Lord has done for me, uh, even though that's it's really vague, and I don't think the the rest of the song really fleshes out the the most gracious thing that the Lord, the most merciful thing as well that the Lord has done for us in, in dying on the cross for our sins and being raised from the dead. Um, yeah, probably don't want to sing about that in a, in a song called Might Get Loud, though. Anyways, there's a lot of eyes in that, you know. It, it's all about I. You know, no one else could tell it what the Lord has done for me. This might take all day, so I better start right now. And I know that they're not being literal, but it's just the thought of of a song like this, you know, being sung all day. Oh man, it's it's frustrating, and uh, you know, try to be as gracious as possible. But this is really par for the course for elevation. This is the kind of stuff that comes out of their church, and uh, you know, most of these songs are. Uh, they have Stephen Furtick listed as one of the writers of the of the song, so that's the leader of that that group. So really interesting. The chorus says, "And it might get loud. It might get loud. Heaven's coming down, 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 and it might get loud." I just I don't know what that means. Like it's. The question that comes to my mind is, you know, what decibel is like the holiest? Like, is there like a threshold of of loudness in which we should be proud that we've gotten so loud? Like, do we need a loudness meter in in the congregation to know when, uh, you know, we're just worshiping? in music in the in the best way possible? Like, what? Why are we singing about how loud? We're singing. Um, really interesting. And then the line, heaven's coming down, down, down. Uh, very, very vague there. I, it's just, and uh, maybe you get what I'm coming from, but it just, it almost seems careless. It's like just writing what's going to sound, I guess, appealing to elevation and this culture that just, Pretty much falls for any kind of song that they think sounds good that's supposedly Christian. 
it's it's wild. It's really wild. It's, it seems pretty careless, at least in some sense. Then it continues. Next verse. This one, this will stop you in your tracks as well. It says, I don't have a halo. And I mean, oof. You know, if you're in a church where you're blessed enough to have a pastor who really cares about what music is being sung, like what what he is leading the congregation to sing in worship of God, and you think about the lyrics you're singing, and then you think about a line like, I don't have a halo. That's wild. That is wild. It continues, no, I'm not a perfect man. I'm just glad to be a child of God. So, really, really interesting. It says, when I think of where I could have been, should have been, would have been, if he hadn't stepped in, I got a praise on the inside that can't be denied, and I got to get it out right now. So it's all about me. Watch watch me praise here. You know, at least... um, at least it said he hadn't stepped in, and I assume he's talking about Jesus stepping into his life, I guess, is what he means by that. Just not very strong there. It just it just doesn't seem like they're writing for the right reasons. It just doesn't seem like that's possible. And then the bridge. Why can't I praise him as loud as I want? I mean, who said you couldn't, you know? Uh, it, it's just... I don't know about y'all, but that is, that's a tough song to go through right there. And to think that thousands and thousands of professing Christians today would not see a problem with it. They'd say, oh, that's a fun song for us to sing in in the worship service, uh, you know, the music portion of it. And of course, you got some churches that they think, you know, music is about the only worship part of the worship service. Um, That's a whole other problem, but to lead your congregation in this song. Wow. That's crazy. That does it just doesn't it doesn't glorify God. It doesn't flesh out who he is and what he's done for us and it's just it's devoid of of really any kind of meaningful God glorifying message. It's it's a it's a really bad song. I, I hate to say it, but it is. Um I don't see how that's a worship song at all. Um, that's just, that's wild. Uh, and really, what's the message of that song? Like, what? All I know is that they're really adamant about letting us know that it might get loud. And that's, it's just so sad to see that, that they think that's something good to sing. And, you know, May we remember our old selves to to those of us who also went through a time of, you know, maybe early in your Christian life, not caring about worship music, not really thinking about it, you know, it's, uh, let's remember we're not perfect, but let's hold these songs accountable. Uh, that, that is, that is a tough song right there, you know. Elevation needs a lot of prayer for sure. I don't actually don't know exactly what to pray for other than the, the God's will to be done. Um, 
I, honestly, it would be great if that if that movement were to completely stop. I think it's it's rough. I think we're only going to see more to come from that as well. So, if you think that's bad, <laughs> we have something coming up that that is actually pretty crazy as well. So let's get into that. So this next clip, uh, goodness, it's it's wild. Um, it's from a little bit, you know, a good bit ago. It's it's something from Kim Walker Smith, and uh, you know she's she's big, heavily was a part of uh, Jesus culture, especially towards the beginning of that movement. And um, so it's it's understandable what happens here. It's not well, I wouldn't say it's understandable. It's it's not surprising at all. So these these are some of the surprises that really are not surprising. But going along the theme of careless words, just listen to what she has to say here at the beginning of this song that's supposedly like a spontaneous time. So here it is. Come on, just sing out your own words. So she just says, you know, use your use your words, you know, don't we're not gonna stick to any kind of theme here. We're just gonna do whatever. That's really what I got from it. And then of course she spoke in tongues or whatever, and there was no interpreter, no matter how you feel about that topic. Um, there wasn't an interpreter that I know of, so uh, definitely didn't hear what she was uttering being interpreted. Uh Seems pretty careless. Uh, seems like some very careless words in that regard. But anyways, it gets, well, it, it stays just as bad. Just listen to this next clip. Uh, it, it's wild what she says here. just makes her feel so silly yes you heard that right you know and I get this was from a little you know about a decade ago I think and I know people can change over a decade but uh, she's still in these circles and it's really not I'm not trying to exactly call her out on this and I mean naturally that happens but it's the question I really have here and really the question that I know the answer to is where are her elders? You know, she's up there and she's just laughing and just giggling and, you know, just, she really is being silly, honestly, but apparently her spontaneous time that she has had and speaking tongues with, you know, no interpreter that I'm aware of, it just makes her feel so silly. 
That's that seems very careless. Hey, it seems reckless as well. But talking about just just saying words and just not it's almost like they don't want to think about what they're saying. It's it's crazy and you know, this was back when this movement was really gaining steam, Bethel, Jesus culture, that kind of thing. And and it's just, it, it keeps going and going. So sad to see that. But at the same time, you know, we have groups that are on, I see them on social media and in my own church and uh, people who are serious about worship music and really care about what they're singing in worship to, to God, which makes so much sense. That's encouraging to see. Uh, you know, our, speaking of, our Facebook group is at almost 1,500 people. It's not massive, but hey, that's about 1,500 people that care about worship music enough to at least look into it. That's, that's encouraging. You know, yes, those movements are still growing, but so are the movements of people who are starting to really care about worship music. We just got to keep going, right? We got to keep going, showing these things, doing so with loving motives. You know, this isn't a time to just get on here and and make fun of people. It's not really funny. It's not. It's pretty serious, actually. What they're doing is laughable, for sure, but this is wild. You've got thousands and thousands of people who are deeply deeply into this and they don't see any problem with it may we pray for those groups that that many would repent of those of those actions may we remember ourselves as well what what the lord has led us to repent of and and seek the lord's wisdom and guidance in our own lives to live in obedience to him <sighs> should i do one more I think I should. I, I really do. I think I should. I just want you to lift your voices and prophesy. Come on, we're in this moment for a reason. Lift up your voices and prophesy. Come on. Don't be shy about it. Don't be shy about it. We can't be shy in this day. We cannot be shy in this hour. We gotta be brave. Come on, start to prophesy. Oh, they're gonna know. They're gonna know. So what you just heard was from Bethel, and uh, it's from a, a, a video there that's just called Bethel Spontaneous Worship Set. It's got Stephanie Gretzinger, Jeremy Riddle, uh, Amanda, Amanda Lindsay Cook, and Sean Fute, I think is how you say his name, or Foyt, I, I'm not sure. You, you probably know exactly who I'm talking about. But I'm not sure which of the ladies this was, but she said, prophesy, don't be shy. Don't be shy about it. You have to be brave in this moment. You need to prophesy, prophesy right now in this moment. And there are a lot of problems with that. Uh, theologically, obviously, um, you know, that's not, that's not how prophecy works. You know, it doesn't come from some trance-like music uh, in which there's a, quote-unquote moment created and you know you just have tons of people in the crowds who just happen to be modern day prophets who are going to prophesy prophesy right now do not be shy be brave is the message 
So they are they are encouraging people to use careless words that they're that they don't know what what they mean. They don't care. They just you know it goes along with the last example. Just be silly. It's it's crazy to think of that. It's crazy to think of it. I think that's enough for today. Uh, I think we've we've covered this topic well enough for sure. There's a lot of bad lyrics out there. Um, I think we should be convicted about the words that we use in our everyday life. Really be intentional about what we have to say to one another. To be loving and, and to use our words to glorify God and to offend people when we have to to do so with gentleness and respect um, but with also complete truth so may we go forth and do that today see you guys next time on the sound and worship podcast